It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. What's going on? Williams Bloom here on a Wednesday. My name is Chris Williams. Joined as always by Brent Bloom. 1.30 is your uh, post time. We're live. Williams and Bloom Wednesday, the 13th of December. It is finals week. Not for us. Thank God. We spent a lot of nights you, studying at Welch Avenue Station for if, finals. Do you still get the occasional, uh, I don't call them nightmares, where you're late for a final? Or yes. That still happens to so, everybody else, too? I always had the dream that I have to go take a final, but I had not gone to the class all year. Yep. I get that all the time. That. There's got to be a meaning to that. I'm not sure what it is. The other one I get. Aiden, can you look that up yeah, for us? Like Sigmund Freud. Aiden's going through finals right now. We'll get an update from intern Aiden on how the finals are going. The other time I get is is because I used to have to set up the equipment for John and Eric for 10 years. Oh, yeah. And I occasionally have the nightmare that I forgot to get up and and it didn't get on there. Because Walters is just panicking. Yeah, which he does. Walters is a very prepared individual. But we both have degrees now, so we don't need to worry about that. Look at us. Still get a master's from the Ivy College of Business, though. (laughs) You certainly can. Way to work in a sponsor. Thank you. We are presented as our, as always, by our friends at MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. A little bit of a mailbag episode for you today here in the Wild Rose Casino Studios in Ankeny. Always fueled by Cody Road as well. I'm going to have me a Cody Road weekend. I don't really have anything to do. It's going to be awesome. Finally. Yeah. Finally, you can take a sigh of relief. You know what? Today was oh, my literal hump day today. So tomorrow I can kind of, I don't want to say cruise into the holiday because we're not there yet, but today was my big day. So we're getting there. I think a lot of people feel like this when you get to this time of year because it's just everybody's making decisions and like it's it's a weird year end. It's a weird business time of year. Yeah. Yeah, and, and sport-wise, no no games this week until Sunday. No, but our lives are weird with the transfer yes. portal. There's signing days next week. Signing day, bowl game. Like, you've got these transfer visits like that, that are just very fluid. It's not like high school recruiting where mm-hmm. guy will make a visit plan like three weeks out. Like, it, it could be, hey, I'm coming tomorrow. So there's a, just a lot yeah, the going on. Supreme Court, or not Supreme Court, but there was a district court ruling that – Makes yeah. things even more chaotic. Okay, so we'll, gonna, we'll talk about that later. Real quick, uh, intern Aiden over here. So you looked it up. So one of the things we need to do in 2020 
for, by the way, is have a camera on you. I like that idea. So I when you have one, but it's not on right now. Okay. Well, so when you come on, people can see yeah. you on the YouTube. But what what did you find out about this dream? So it could mean one of two things. That from what I've found, it's either you're stressed. <laughs> no way. So I feel like it's that. <laughs> so basically, a time in your life when you were stressed was before an exam. So your brain is like, oh, you're stressed. Let's think about an exam because that's when you're stressed. Or it could be hmm. dreaming about school is often about reflecting on going through a learning experience. Okay. So huh. you're either learning a lot in your big, life. Big learners or, here. Right. Or stressed. Or, I don't or, feel like I'm learning a lot right now, but maybe I am. I just don't know it. What that's about true. like are you in a ghost or an alien kick right now? Or no. no? I'm going to get through the day kick right now. <laughs> No time Seriously, for we have text chains. I, I probably owe fifty people text messages right now. That's that's what the last like two weeks have been like for me. Bad friend, but it's okay. No, it's okay. Uh, intern Aiden, real quick, we have finals going on. Intern Aiden is scheduled to graduate. Is that this weekend? Friday. Are you going to like? Now I know you can technically walk. Are they going to give you the diploma? No, you don't get it till January. I think. Oh, okay. So that all the T's have got to be crossed before you get yeah, that still, distinction uh, of the Iowa State University. Still working hard through the week. I'll just say that much. God bless you. And he's still here to produce. Congratulations, Williams Aiden. Bloom. Love you, buddy. Thanks. Aiden will be working full-time with us at Cyclone Fanatic and Iowa Everywhere and Liebel Marketing Group. We're kind of... Big time. Yeah. So he's... That's a... Aiden's not going anywhere. That's a five-star recruit. Yeah, blew in the bag, man. Came in. I had a lot of other offers, but... Uh, <laughs> Close the deal. Bloom got him a <laughs> NIL deal. <laughs> Anyways, oh, okay, man. so I did, to be honest, like we we could go through and do, oh, basketball is here and Memphis preview, but I thought we would just open like this it. up to our audience today. Real quick, because we did just have news break like an hour ago. Mm -hmm. What Ohio, NCAA, what, what, what in the world's going on? Yeah, so there was a case that went to district court, I believe. This isn't the highest court. It's not the Supreme Court. That challenged the NCAA waiver denial of a West Virginia basketball player, Raekwon Battle, who transferred there yeah. from Montana State. Really good player. He is the Native American young man. They just did a big feature on him last week where they went to his um, family. In the Yeah, I, okay. I, I, it was awesome. He's he was, a really interesting Really kid. good player. Average yeah. like 20 for Montana State. Yeah. He was going to be a, that part of that West Virginia group that yeah. made a big splash this yep. year, and yep. they've been very average, honestly. But he had never got a waiver approved because it's his second transfer. Well, the West Virginia Attorney Gen General sued to try and get him eligible because now we have – Oh, God. We have attorney generals. Florida just we, had that happen yesterday. This didn't happen until literally the last couple of years. And uh, just to nuts and bolts down to a, a minimum here, they he won. The the state won against the NCAA. So for the next two weeks. Boy, these courts just love sticking it to the NCAA. Those next two weeks, those guys have transferred twice and didn't have their waiver approved are now allowed to play for the next two weeks until the hearing on December 27th that will address it potentially permanently so could the NCAA is going to appeal so could the young woman who's the LSU transfer technically play for Iowa State now she could anyway because it was her first transfer so she just chose to reg right. okay never mind that's uh, a bad example yeah there, this doesn't really impact Iowa State at all for now now 
if if you allow if it's going to get to the point and the NCAA is on a massive losing streak here, they haven't won a case in five years. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is where it's heading, where there's not even a, you know, right now there, there is a one-time transfer rule. If you do it again, you have to sit out. If that goes away, <sighs> there is zero holding this whole thing together. So it'll be interesting if the, the West Virginian battle, if they elect to play him, Technically, if the NCAA wins on the appeal, then they could be, they could be punished. They could be punished and potentially forfeit those games that that battle plays in. And there, there's like a dozen other players that will be impacted here in the short term. So now you got to decide: is it worth it? But I think where this is headed, all this is to say, it's it, we're racing down the path real fast to uh, they're becoming whether I don't know how it's going to work out. Either there's an antitrust exemption from the federal government or these guys are going to become employees. It's going to happen because now we got to get, get to a point where honestly, it may even benefit the schools to have these players under contract. It was just a weird thing to say, Yeah, but then you're, well, you can't have this constant movement. It's not, and I know it's player empowerment. I, I agree with I get that, really it doesn't tight. work right now. No, but, but I would argue against it though, that on the surface it's player empowerment, but What's really player empowerment is having some protections, which to me is being unionized. And like, you know, there's, there's, this isn't the NFL. It gets compared to the NFL all the time. It's not in the NFL. There's rules, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, there's collective bargaining. There's how often in the NFL, like, you know, Bill Belichick was the, he was winning Super Bowls for the Patriots Were were the Rams like trying to, recruit him take in the him. middle of the year to take him and like, you know, or no players on the roster. Yeah. Like it. there's rules yeah. and, and there's and windows. This is not that it's not. And I, it's better for the players to have structure and ha- be able to make decisions and know this is exactly what I'm going to get paid. Not what some bag man like bloom his pro you know what I mean? Yes. I'm just giving I, you a hard time, but we have seen this mm-hmm. with some untrustworthy collectives out there where, just because some person promises you something doesn't mean it will happen. And real player power, real is knowing and like having a real contract that will hold up in my mind. And here's the other thing that and the NCAA gets a bad rap. The NCAA exists because of its member institutions, which are the schools. Yes. And now you have these schools openly challenging the NCAA. It's like, well, then why did you create the membership? You know, the NCAA, again, it's not some just overarching authority that it's controlled by the member schools, but nobody wants to respect anything right now. And so I don't, I mean, the NCAA is, it's probably going to go away. I mean, but there needs to be somebody to step up and provide some regulation or else you're going to continue to lose in court. And and I promise you the fans will, it's wearing on me. Oh, I I can't keep I can't keep up with like how how do you how do you build a roster now if your guy can just leave whenever he wants and that's I don't know it's it's but the other part of it is and and I uh, is college athletics is still printing money no doubt like and the TV ratings are keep still higher, higher. Yeah. right so again it's not this the sport is in a weird spot it's not broken because there is. There's a, people are getting wealthy off this. Mm-hmm. There just needs to be a better system to manage the whole thing. Couldn't agree and, more. And, you know, that helps everybody here. And right now you're in a power struggle between the old guard, the players, and these other entities that are just trying to take advantage of the system. I mean, Do you know who else is getting rich by all this? Lawyers. 
a little bit indicative of our society as in, as a whole. There, no doubt, no doubt. And honestly, because it's like the the Republicans and the Democrats that get elected anymore are, are kind of the crazy ones on each side. Like the the more moderate, which represents the majority of our population, you can't get through well, a primary. And, and it's kind of like in college athletics, where you either have these old administrators, and then you have these super bullish ones on. And they, and they for sure. smashing heads and but now it's becoming politics because what's the best way to pardon the term but gaslight your constituents pick a fight that everybody agrees on and the west virginia attorney general would never do this five years ago but now they can say hey we're fighting for our guy did, yeah did that, you see that then he gets reelected. like it's it's just like, the whole thing is a big mess ron desantis like giving funds Another, to Florida State yeah. to sue the college football playoff. Why do you think? Because like, it's popular. It's a yeah, popular it's, thing to do. It's pandering is but what it, it is. That's what that's what a lot of this stuff uh, is. This, this Florida State deal, and I was all for them being in the playoff, but quickly making me screw you guys. Well, like, I mean, quit being babies. There's no guarantee in any of this stuff. The, and, thing, the thing is, if you don't want to, if you don't like the rules, then don't play. You know? I mean, it's not... The cultural playoff is not a this is not a public entity here. It's run by it's an LLC. If you, and you don't guys, like the rules, and I'm sorry, you yeah, lost. And you all, everybody in college football, let these old guys from these bowl games dictate everything forever. And now it's old guys in a boardroom. It's the only sport in the world where championships have been dictated by the amount of money that can be made for a hundred years. Why else did bowl games exist? Yep. It's so you could sell this corporate sponsorship. And then you're going to try and convince your fans that these trips, that these games are, these exhibition games are prestigious. And you know what? They used to be. Look, this is one of the reasons I'm excited about the Liberty Bowl is because it's like a real bowl game. It's like an old school bowl game. Well, not even that, but the teams are going to play. Yeah. Both are going to be fully, right? fully loaded. Like I'm watching for, for Iowa everywhere. We're keeping an eye on the, like Tennessee's like, oh, they got lost, their, like entire their entire defense is, yeah. is out. And like, yet we're going to try and like convince these Iowa fans to go down to Florida to watch scout teams play each other. But hey, it's a bull championship. <laughs> no, the whole thing is a fraud. And, and if you win your bowl game, the coaches get a big bonus. <laughs> the whole thing is a sham. It's the only sport in the world where yeah. our people it, sat around and they're like, you know what? Let's create 36 of these exhibitions. And we're gonna let ESPN own them and put these corporates, you know, and and then and I'm gonna I'm gonna this is gonna be great. I'm gonna fly around the country in my blazer all year, taking these extravagant trips, staying in five star hotels, going out for caviar with these athletic directors. This is the best way to decide a championship. It's insane. Sorry, you just you walked me right no, down I my did. soapbox. I did, dude. and I, I knew what I was doing. Uh, <laughs> But I just... It, I'm sorry, Jamie Pollard. So the thing... I think... The, here's the deal. Like, college sports, the I still think has the chance to... The runway is really long. Like, the, it's not going anywhere. No. There's so much money to be made. College football is the... If if you could buy stock in any American sport right now, I, that would be the one I would buy I stock in. I think so. In. Like, I think you're yeah. not... But you can't... So all these things that's messy right now, I think it, in the long term, it's actually going to be a good thing. There just needs to be a better system. That whatever this bro, it's it's again, it's not broken. That it's unfixable. I agree with you. But it just can't continue down the path. And all of these lawsuits and 
somehow everyone's got to get on the same page and say, guys, this this isn't working. Let's figure it out. The, the issue is you have so many powerful people with conflicting interests that I I don't know who can step in and say, let's fix this outside of potentially Congress. And they got their own issues, pal. <laughs> we got China and yeah. Russia. We Heads got Iran. We got, yeah. we got all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. My God. Well, we'll be here to chronicle it yeah, for you guys. We're here. Anyway, I love everybody. this stuff. Like, I just like. I, I, I was reading this thing yesterday, and my old buddy Bill Hancock, who, God love him, he's the college football playoff. And he chair. used to be the bowl guy. Now like, he's the this guy, guy. Like, if you want a great what time, a, go a, back and read what a role he has. Read Bill Hancock. Or, or, that's his name, Bill right? Hancock. Bill Hancock. Herbie Hancock. Fifteen years ago, ten years ago, five, read his quotes and how they just like move to where the money is. And if you sit down with this guy, I've had lunch with him before. Very kind man. Charismatic he's, guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. No, he's just this old guy in a blazer. Yeah. He's not even that charismatic. I don't know how. He has the best job in the world. He gets paid well. Yeah, he has the best job. Like He kicked and screamed like when they were going to do the BCS, like, oh, this is terrible, you know, because he, he had to protect his bowl games. And then they went to the BCS, and, and we're like, okay, well, we're going to actually try and decide this thing on the field, and yada, yada, yada. Well, no, we can't do this playoff. It's going to ruin the regular season. Wow, this playoff is great. Why? Because, oh, it's making us more money. And then they kicked and he screamed, and now we're getting this 12-team playoff. And you, by God, they're going to want to expand that at some oh, yeah. point, too, because they're going to realize that fans actually want to see these games on the field. Yep. And uh, But we'll see who wins the power struggle between like the SEC and the Big Ten and who gets in what. That's the next, that's the next yeah. race. We're I'll gonna, tell you what's going to happen run. there. I'll tell you right now. We don't need to watch it play out. What, it's a 12-team playoff? Mm-hmm. It's 5 and 7. So five automatic bids, seven at larges. The of the seven at larges every year, five of them will be B or SEC to Big Ten teams. Five to six of them, and then that's going to be the next great controversy. Yeah, because they, much like this year, much like I told you all, the SEC would not be left out of that playoff because there's way too much money on the table for them to be. It was not happening, and that will be the case next year too. It'll be really interesting to see who gets the rights for the college football playoff. Yes. That will be the key because the good thing we have here is Fox owns the Big Ten. Yes. Right. Which is, you glad they're not both on ESPN. Correct. Or else you're in complete haywire. And Fox and ESPN kind of lock horns a lot. So that's a good thing for just the competitive balance, I think. There's just so many things. NIL, portal, transfer eligibility, that you just... You can't keep doing this every year. You just, it's not, and, and they're going to fix it. I, I have supreme confidence they're going to fix it. It's just going to be a lot of headaches along the way, like today, yeah. where you have these injunctions and, and, and court cases. God love them. A lot of these people in these positions that are trying to fix this didn't make the problem. And then they have to deal with idiots like me yelling at them. Yeah, to fix and like, it. They're trying to fix it. So I, 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 I actually think that. the NCAA president, Charlie Baker, is legitimately trying to I agree fix with it. you. This I guy's think he's good. He's trying to do they got the right guy. And I would say majority of people in, in college athletics want to fix it. The issue is the a lot of people with power have no interest in fixing it because then that hurts them. They've got to get rid of these bull guys. <laughs> there's no there's no entity that has held the sport back more than the Rose Bowl. I'm telling you. Yeah, I <clears throat> If Iowa State ever went to the Rose Bowl, I would boycott it. I, I don't think you would. I, I think you would go. I'm not going. I'm not going to your <laughs> Pasadena parade. Pasadena is a lovely place. I would rather go to Memphis. 
I don't. Have you ever been to California? It's a horrible state. No, it's you went. No. Oh, the last it. time I was there, you it's go to the it. grocery store. It's like no. They, they, they charge you a quarter you, for a you bag. Are sounding to leave. like a s- small town Iowan right now. It's you a just stop. Have you ever walked around Cal? Have you ever yes, tried to drive two miles in California? It used it's to be horrible. My, it used to be my territory oh. for the, when I was at the Ivy College of Business. Oh man. Uh, I would rather live in small town Iowa than California. I, I think they probably claim you better too. <laughs> I can't believe, I I can't believe you're dissing California after being a big Tupac guy. Hey, you could be West Side, not not physically live West yes, Side till we die, worse. unless it's California. I went to my buddy Sean Meyer's wedding. You know Sean. Uh, yeah, he lives in L.A. and holy mackerel, what an eye-opening experience for me. Now I did do San Diego for a week. My wife had a vet clinic thing down there. Much more of a San Diego guy than an L.A. guy. You couldn't pay me enough. There's to live a lot in LA. to LA. Yeah, I, there's a lot. Ugh. There's a lot of little pockets. Some are better than others. <sighs> Steve Kemp's asked me, "Have you ever been to Pasadena?" I have. I have. When when we were down there, it, it's it's nice. I mean, it's Pasadena. no Memphis. <laughs> it's not Beale Street, but it's not the Power and Light District. It, it, there's yeah, not a lot of similarities there. But they've got the mountains and, and, and oh, and the sunset at halftime, like. Okay, so we're not like gonna Pasadena. we're not gonna Steve, have a I playoff. Like, I like Pasadena. We're not gonna have a playoff just so we can kick off the second half of the Rose Bowl at five thirty on New Year's Day. So we're gonna set the entire sport back so this guy can have his damn parade. Anything else? You like Glendale? I like Glendale. <laughs> just a big Stanford band guy. Uh, actually, Manhattan Beach, lovely place. Malibu. I mean, there we, are a lot of areas in we LA. Did, that are great. Yeah, we did at Sean's wedding. Beach. We we did Huntington Beach, I think. San Diego's beautiful. Now that's a yeah, place I could live. I could live in San Diego, but not LA. You you were downtown LA. That was your issue. We did. We stayed by yeah, the Staples Center. We were in that area. Part of your issue. There's a lot more to LA than just downtown LA. But the traffic. I the traffic is the traffic. I mean, who would want to deal with that? Not me. Bennett says in the chat, he's watching on YouTube that Clorinda is the San Diego of Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Steve says Pasadena is not LA. Yeah, it is. It's not. Just like Ankeny is part of Des Moines. No, it's not. It's like so far different than. Uh, or you guys, we're going to get Chris on a tour of California and we'll, we'll change his tour. No, I'm going to have all these It'll really far leaning lefties that are all mad at it's, me because they're going to take me saying I don't like living in California. Oh. Gavin Newsom, and all. Yeah, I can see it now. I can see where this is going. Right, Aiden? You've been to San Francisco? <laughs> I've not. I've just... I, it's I'd, 20 minutes away. It's, <laughs> it's LA. It's LA. That Thank is, you. No, but it's... Aiden, have you been to Pasadena? No. You can't say it's the same if you haven't been there. I've spent weeks in both. Pasadena is it's its own little that's the thing about LA there's like these own little enclaves their own little towns within and they yes technically it's in the LA area but they're not the same how long like let's see what else we got like like Hollywood's even closer to LA and that's total like different setup completely <sighs> what else we got we got uh Glendale's a beautiful area I mean I again I'm an LA guy I would I would, live would out, I would live out there big left I mean I bloom here <laughs> yeah yeah, getting canceled all over the yeah, place here. Are. Williams of Bloom here on a Wednesday. Thanks for watching live. To all those watching live, we hope hope we can make you laugh. 
We are presented, as always, by our friends at MacDyne. I want to thank some of our great sponsors, one of them being the Iowa State University Foundation, one of Bloom's. So you, you technically work for the Iowa. Both. The, yeah. So you, you worked for the Ivy College of Business through the Iowa State University Foundation. Correct. So you know, know both of the- firsthand how important this is to, to Iowa State University and just being a well-rounded cyclone. So year, if you're making a year-end donation, year-end donation let's, let's get yes, it done. I, I challenge everybody out there to go to movewhatmatters.com. They even, like, they're, they're really great people. Even small ones for younger people, they like building up that donor base. Awesome people. I'm glad we can be associated with them here at Cyclone Fanatic. I also want to thank my friend... Uh, Hope Wood, this is another great deal. If you are looking at your end stuff, what do you need to do? You probably should make a will, honestly. Like, everybody should have a will, especially if you have kids. HopeWoodJD.com. She can get you a will in a day. Great cyclone. And you can use the promo code FANATICS, get you $50 off when you get a will in a day from my friend Hope Wood. All right, should we do some of these? Um, yeah, jump in. I haven't seen a thing, so we've offended enough people. Don't well, you, be that guy to tweet at me either. Well, you you've offended the mayor of Pasadena. Again, though, I would challenge the mayor of Pasadena to use his or her power to not let these bull guys ruin <laughs> the entire sport for everybody. <laughs> that's that's what I would say. Aiden, what's the name of the mayor of Pasadena, please? We need to know this. Send he or she a note. It's the same guys. Like we're gonna see the same guy at the Liberty Bowl. Little, little. But he's great. The Liberty Bowl's awesome. So uh, love it. It's my favorite bowl game every I, year. My parents lived in Pasadena when they oh, were here. New, we when go. they were newly married. My mom was in the Chamber All of Commerce in Pasadena. I have soft spot for the great people in Pasadena. So you're biased. It's a it's a lovely place. I learned everything I needed to know about California when we were <laughs> when you were there for three days. No, I was there. My wife and her colleagues were at this veter, veterinarian like workshop thing for like a week, and I we had a beach house that we all rented together. It was lovely. It was phenomenal. Well, I didn't have a vehicle or anything. Walking to the grocery store, gonna go get me some whiskey. You know, when in Rome. And they were trying to charge me 25 cents per plastic bag when I was checking out of this grocery store. What are we doing? Was paper free? No. You had to bring your own. I'm like, I'm from Iowa. Why would I bring my own grocery bag? You have to do that at Aldi here. I'm good at Aldi. I got a fairway. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Victor Gordo. No, that's the city councilman. Well, Victor Gordo. So it says should, mayor. Oh, it says mayor? I think. It says city council, colon, mayor. Victor I guarantee Gordo. you that he's probably sipping martinis with that Rose Bowl guy right now. They're wearing their blazers. He played football, baseball, and soccer at Pasadena High School. How about ah. that? Way to go, Victor. Hometown boy, kid. Vic. It, it's like CW if you became the mayor in Clarinda. Think of it like that. <laughs> he's just a guy. What is <laughs> Just trying to be the mayor of his own he's hometown. Just trying to. Trying to make it. So <laughs> those are. Victor's got. Uh, I always love the action photos for the politicians. Oh, yeah. He's you, got his like, sleeves you, rolled like, up. You're like, ah, sleeves are rolled up. You, you know, working hard here. Get me get me at my best. Bennett's the man. I couldn't agree more with your takes. I would take Highway 71 than some California interstate every day of the week. Chris says, Bloom, coastal elitist. <laughs> it's like fasting is great. I'm sorry. Zach. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not. Zach, Bloom had Subway. The asshole of all sub shops. 
It's right next to the studio, and I was hungry. I'm a man of <laughs> convenience, everybody. It was right there. That's good stuff. All right, uh, I'm just going to go right down here. Let's just take some of these. Uh, let's knock them out pretty quickly because we have like 20 of these. Uh, our buddy Jake Brin from Channel 5. In college football 2009, was, is like it is now, with the NIL and the transfer portal, how different would the Paul Rhodes era have been? Who? Boy, that's a loaded question. I don't know. I, I mean, I, would, I, I don't... I think it'd be a lot different. I mean... Alan Lazard told me in my home office when I did that podcast with him two summers ago that if the transfer rules were different, he would have left when Rhodes got fired. Yeah. I mean, I think you... So, I mean, from that aspect, I don't know. But it was that's the case a, for everybody. The early, so, just let me rewind 14 years. The early part of the Rhodes era, very player-friendly. 14 years ago. That's crazy. People liked him. People like the staff. Like, I think they would have had a, done a nice job in player retention. Mm -hmm. Now, I would say Paul, if it's Paul now, was a little bit older school, maybe he'd have been slower to embrace the portal and playing mm -hmm. freshman right away. They didn't, they didn't really play freshman right away at all. So no, other maybe than Maybe we've been burned a little bit on that end. Um, again, like we've kind of talked about for the last two years, I don't know if Iowa State's pl uh, place in the hierarchy changes a whole lot because you still have playing time that you would, and it's not like Iowa State was pulling in, you know, outside of Lazard, many four and five stars anyway during that era. So I don't know. The I don't one think thing that would have been interesting with Rhodes would be when he gets the job, does like Colecchio simile stay? You know, well, there, were, there, there you go, of, Leonard Johnson, like some of those yeah. guys that produced under Gene. Because he took over some yeah, nice talent. That is a, that is, then the, there's the point that that yeah. could have been yeah. that could have been an issue. And I think if you look at the whole Rhodes era, he did a great job of developing the, those guys that were there. Mm -hmm. Maybe didn't do the best job of recruiting Correct. talent in. So if you lose those guys right off the top, mm -hmm. you're probably never in that position That's to have 9, 10, 11 success. Jackson wants to know where we think Iowa State football can be at the end of next season. Where do we think they will rank in the Big 12 going Ooh. into the next season? Top four, I think. Yeah. Preseason, I would say don't you? If I'm doing – here, let's let's pull this up. Utah's one. Utah's one. Rising's back. Arizona. Arizona's right there. Probably two-ish. They come in at the wrong time for everybody else because they're, they're ascending. Yep. They've yep. been – crap for a long time and now they're good and k-state just got decimated with what what it lost although avery johnson's still there yeah, he's got an offensive lineman yesterday yep i think I they're saw. gonna be, i think they're gonna be in that top half conversation you got to put oklahoma state in there too uh, although their TCU, quarterback situation is goofy i feel like tcu in the portal era has always got to be one you're you're weary of jumping up in there with what they do yep. i don't know about i just know they have a lot of money kansas Big losses with their offensive they coordinator. They get Deshaun Hanica. They get Deshaun Hanica, and Daniels is back, so they'll be there. I, I, but I would say, I bet Iowa State's picked. What about Prime? <sighs> Who knows? Yeah, he, I'm sure he'll get some media attention. I can't imagine they'll be picked in the top half. Zero chance. I would say Iowa State is in the top four in the preseason. I board. bet you're four or five. Okay. I bet you're four or five. I think you can end. Obviously, I think you can win the whole thing. Kyle wants to know what are the chances for some uniform tweaks next season? I'm talking gold helmets, Ooh. different stickers, 
Williams, don't knock the gold. These are beautiful. He's got a look at that picture pulled up right there. Oh, I love that's the that's the uh James the Eel Mcmillionaire. That was the old AstroTurf field. Oh my gosh. I love those uniforms. Yeah, those but are cool. I would I was, be fine I with those kid. throwback, but I I I haven't heard anything we about need, new uniforms. I, I haven't know. either. I don't know. We need more in my opinion script cyclones. Really? I I think it's great. I we think just it's need great. The, they need a walking side helmet or a walking. So we need we need to have more because you're starting to see more of that. What did March just put it on the old fanatic shop? There's some more walking basketball it, stuff. It does feel like Otzelberger and that staff is leaning and into the football's kind of going there too. You know what I, I, mean, I say it all the time and people kill me. I don't care. The bugle logo Mm-mm. on black is sick. Nope. Wrestling has done that with a singlet. Mm. Really good. I and I think I like the Ames. I think the Ames, Ames is, is cool. The Ames are cool. They're doing. I think they're doing a good job. I, I don't know. I haven't thought about uniforms since Iowa State started being good. That's but I nice know thing. it's like a big deal to a lot of people. I just I don't. I guess when I'm with people who know, I don't ask about the uniforms like I used to. So I don't really have a lot of insight on that. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I haven't really thought about uniforms much outside of oh, that's kind of fun. When you see them on the Ames thing was cool. I I mean it like I I I love the black. I just wish there was a smidge of red with it. Maybe lean into that a little bit. Speaking of, I think the best helmet is the black helmet with the red eye state. Yeah, I did like that. So if you remember at the Liberty Bowl six years ago, didn't Iowa State have a chrome helmet? Yes. The what? The chrome gold. Whatever happened to that? I don't know. I think it's like the only time they used a chrome helmet. Maybe it's a Memphis exclusive. I, can we bring it back? That game went well. This te- this this coaching staff is very superstitious. I bet they've thought about that. I don't know what happened to the chrome helmet. They used it that game, and it kind of went away. Hmm. Let's see what some of our chat people are saying. Uh, our buddy Chris says, yeah, the script cyclone and the old school football side like we have. We do have the script cyclones in, in our shop. We have a bunch of stuff that Martz has put together on that. I'm not as into that, but a lot of people are. So who am I to judge? I think the more walking sigh, always the better. And the blue, the bugle logo. What's your opinion on tertiary blue? If you're going to do it, make it super gaudy and just go all in. Because you've seen now, so you saw, in fact, at the K-State game, Easton Dean had a throwback. Was it Easton Dean or maybe it was Steve O'Klotz? One of the two. Had a... uh, Klotz. Had a throwback I know Iowa State about. hat. And old school. Brees Hall at, at one point had the old school Clonado logo on. Do we go back to that era? Probably, I think that, probably not under Jamie. Kind of got rid of that one. Yeah. The I State. What's old is new and new is old again. We're I'm an old school guy. Like I, I like I like revisiting all these. If you're gonna do the blue, go all in and make it gaudy. Just like just game. make it nasty. That's that's my take. Ted Flint. This is a little bit off topic. Would you enjoy hanging out with your 20 to 20 22 year old self? The easy answer is no. It's a total douchebag back then. I would not want to hang out with myself. Yeah, I don't think I don't yeah. want to hang out with myself now. I you think of a million people I'd rather hang out with than No, me. I I think It'd be horrible. I was pretty harmless, I think. I'm I was like an uh, I was like an Aiden. Just, just, what the hell is that supposed no, to be? No, you, you blend in. 
Aiden does a great job of just being just being a guy. I'd, I'd love to hang out with my 22-year-old self. It's actually my favorite person <laughs> to hang out with right now. I've hung out with him. Not that great. Although, would you, what Thank would you... you a little. <laughs> Cena, what would you do for one more night at, at uh, People's when you're 21? You know what? I'd, I'd like to... Uh, to I'd nice, like to go to Lumpy's. Nice, nice Peter. <laughs> Or, uh, I played nice, Peter, for the kids coming back from that golf tournament <laughs> we did right. in Storm. By the way, Look him up. I have a road show already booked for us this year. Where are we going? A barn in Grand Junction. Okay. It's going to be epic. That's all I can tell you at this point. All right. It's going to be epic. I was at a, a thing at a barn. It was awesome. Shout out to my guy, Dustin. But I, I, I would probably get annoyed by my 22-year-old self, but I think I'd be okay with it. Um, Craig, I was going to ask you about this. Did you see Iowa hired a GM of NIL strategy? I did today. Who was running? He was actually running their operations. So he for was their collective. Yes. So if it's not legal for an athletic, are they just setting up for the future? Yes. Okay. Uh, long story short, just how this is all kind of morphing what Iowa just did. And they're not the only one that's done this. I think it's, you're seeing now athletic departments. Okay, so think Iowa State's staff. Yes. Okay, this is not... I'll get to that here in just a second. There are a lot of athletic departments, specifically the bigger schools, will have three to four or five full-time NIL employees. And they're not doing fundraising for NIL. What they're doing is education and, you know, coaching and brand management and all those things that they can help the student-athletes with. What Iowa just did is they contract with a third party. And the third party is the one who's employing their former COO of the swarm. So he, I'm guessing, without knowing all the details, he does not get paid by Iowa. He gets paid by the third party. Therefore, he is then allowed to still do a bunch of the same things that he was doing with the collective. But now in a more official capacity, and thus, I'm guessing, maybe speaking out of turn here, then Iowa pays that third party X amount of dollars. That thing goes back to this guy. So it's a way to kind of rearrange everything and have Iowa cover some of the cost okay. without changing a whole lot. So this is a model I think you're going to see more of until whatever that time frame is, these groups go completely underneath the university. I think it's only a matter of time. The question is... How painful is it going to get to get there? But I think, honestly, really yeah. smart move. It was a really smart move for them. And you're seeing more and more of these schools hire three, four, five people full-time in NIL. And it's just like, you, you know, you hire a, a, you know, an academic staff or a, a, a food nutrition staff or a um, compliance staff. NIL is just going to be another division within these schools. The fundraising piece is still separate, although... Based on what I could tell from Iowa setup, this guy, Scott, who's a really good dude, by the way, can now still help the swarm when fundraising in addition to more of the official duties with the university. That makes way more sense. Yeah, but he's not being paid by... He's, he's not, not technically an employee Beth by Getz Iowa. Beth isn't signing his uh-uh. checks. Okay. No. Uh, we are presented, as always, by our friends at Gravitate Coworking, gravitatecoworking.com. They got spots all over the Des Moines metro. Even if you're up, they've got the... I think it's the only rural co-working space in the state of Iowa, Gravitate Co-working in Jefferson. Check them out at gravitatecoworking.com. 
Uh, some more questions here. A lot of uniform stuff. Man, must be those that time of year. Uh, Kevin, have you heard any rumors on changing the primary logo? I, boy, I haven't. I haven't heard anything remotely I, leading to. Nope. Have you? Nope. Okay, so I don't know where those rumors are coming from, but I'm not saying it's not happening, but I, I certainly haven't heard anything. Sarah wants to have thoughts on Media Day being moved to Vegas. Is there a possibility this is a permanent move with the addition of the Western schools? I hope not. I don't I certainly don't think so. This feels like a temporary thing. The I what, think it'd be a huge mistake if that was the case. What is the contract with both Kansas City for basketball and, I asked, and with Dallas for football. I asked Brett Yormark this in August, and he said they were looking at they were locking in these spots for the long term. Because what, I don't know the actual contract though. Would you be against either of those moving to Vegas? Yes. You would be. Yeah. And I love Vegas. I know you do. But I I would, just doesn't matter there. Does it matter in Dallas? I don't know if like I agree with basketball. Live in, I agree with basketball. I just it's centralized. True. Right? Like if you live in Utah or if you live in Florida, you have the same because our Utah our Utah friends are going nuts about the fact that they have to travel to Kansas City already. I can already well, hear it. Deal with it. That's you know what? I you thought. could be in the Mountain West. <laughs> That's kind of what so I you were. Deal with it. And if it were up to me, we would have left your asses in the Mountain West I, and taken Oregon State. I do so, think that I Chris like, I, I don't want them in the league anyway. You you watch. Vegas is going to become a hot topic. And, 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 and this is where I feel like I have to be objective here. And this is where I have my curiosity about Brett Yormark. He's going to be intrigued. The Mexico City thing. Yep. I don't need anything to do with the Big 12 in New York. I, 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 I don't want it. anything of, to do with that. I mean, and they can't. He, I, I, you I, know, I don't think he's going to help him. I think Vegas will be involved more than beyond just they, the day. So, true story. I was out in Vegas last year during the Sweet 16. Okay, and there was a Sweet 16 host site in Vegas. I was down in Fremont Street. The mm-hmm. They do not give a shit. Nobody cares. Yeah, but they've got a lot of money there. <sighs> I, I, so, I you got to weigh money, money versus... Uh, but what money experience. are you looking for? Are you looking for... Um, the Raiders are going to put up $5 million to have the Big 12 championship game, or do you want your fans spending money to be able to go and support the league? I don't know. There you like, go. Uh, there's, that's the literally the million-dollar question. It's The football game is... This is a league that's going to need revenue. I know. Okay, like you're, That's you're, why they're doing the Mexico City thing. You're, yes, because it's, it's all corporate sponsor involved plus you get exclusive tv window there's a lot that can come from that i'll just tell you if i'm if if the league asked me and and they they haven't and and they won't but i'll tell you this your media day has become more worthless by the year since i've been doing this yeah i mean that's why it's like okay have the coaches have a little fun in vegas i don't have a problem with that i'm telling you if you want coverage by the people who actually cover your league okay i get that then there are going to be fewer people there that's true that's I a mean, good point. If if you want it to say like, hey, we can have this cool getaway in Vegas, then fine. 
telling you there'll be I, less media I guess there. I didn't, I didn't even think about the media for media day. And it's expensive, and and frankly, why would you don't have nearly as much access? Why as we would used the to. Des Moines Register fly people out? The coaches don't say anything anymore because you guys all have your internal social media things going, so there's less for us to report on. Honestly, media days are kind of like that's what I'm saying. They used to be a big deal. Yeah, they're not that big of a deal anymore. It's a good question. Though. I, I, the I'm, value I get in it is sitting at the bar with other reporters and we all talk and we all share info and that type of stuff. You would, know, would you rather live in Vegas or Los Angeles? Vegas, Pasadena or Las Vegas? Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to ask again. I'm not going to change my mind. Like, I'm not moving to California. Like you're just so anti Los Angeles and Vegas is it's really horrible. just. I don't even Los, Los Angeles on steroids in and, a lot of ways. And the Vegas people do not like that anymore. They're you ask any Vegas person, they're like these damn Californians keep moving here and they're ruining our city. Yeah. Henderson, that's where you Henderson. live. It's like Ankeny of Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people in Henderson. That's where uh, Flavor Flav lives. Yeah. He was used to be Ots's sure, neighbor. I'm sure, that's the first person that comes to mind. First time I went out to is see. Still got the clocks. First time I went out there, I saw Flavor Flav mowing his yard he, with his shirt off. Did he have a clock on? Remember, he was the clock guy, right? Yeah. Did the clocks. I'm not kidding. I'm like, is that Uber's take? Is that is that he, Flavor Flav? Was he on Surreal Life, Aiden? I want to say Flavor Flav was one of the first on Surreal Life with um, with that woman. I think her name was Bridget Nelson, maybe. Anyway, that was that was a long time I'm, ago. Again, like Flavor Flav is 64 years old. Flavor Flav. The again, Brett Yormark, I like you. I think you've done really good work. I think you've been great for this think, league. I don't think he can help himself. I don't either. I think the shiny new stuff. Did you know? Hold on. I forgot about this. Flavor Flav opened a fried chicken restaurant in Clinton, Iowa I'll in 2011. There. And it went bankrupt in like two months. Oh, it's a tough break. Bold move, Flavor. I'm telling you, there's not going to be that much media there. I'll be there. Well, yeah, I mean, you like the real like report, like, but like, I'm telling you, like these, a lot of these fan sites and like that cover your your league better than anyone will not be out there. It's more expensive. The access gets worse. You're probably going to add a day to it because you have more teams now. I don't know that, but oh, I didn't even think about that. They're gonna do eight teams each day. I don't. I don't believe that. I bet it's gonna be a three day event now. Uh, uh, us media outlets that this day was designed for cannot handle it because we're being suppressed with you know financial problems. Our server costs are going times three this year. Explain that to me. It's inflation. Well, how? Like uh, three what times. Is, that's that's not the rate of inflation. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It's 300%. Just watch what you... No, but hey, let's get Scott Drew out to Rucker Park. You yeah, know, like... You're not going to hit on them all. No. You're not going to hit on them all. I just... Like the WWE thing. What do you think about that? I think that was great. Yeah. I thought that was okay. like the Even just the... The belts. More awesome. belts. More belts, yeah. the better. I, I've let's did, just get... To, Iowa like, corn is with... They need to have the corn belt I know, for the side. I agree. Huge, huge, huge win there. There's still time. All right, going back to the Twitter, 
Lee wants to know, um, there's, he goes, there's obviously not a lot of info out there. Do you expect we'll see Emily Ryan play again for Iowa State this season or next? I don't know enough. I would say she'll play again at some point. I agree with that. Yeah, I think she'll play But I don't. Point. I don't know any specific. I don't know anything beyond she's still very active with the team. Well, like I, she's away from the team. I made a note that she really looked like another coach during that side yeah. hockey game. Very involved daily with what they're doing. And it sounds like the last report, I mean, Tommy Birch has done a good job reporting on this with the register. She is participating some in some some practice activity. But beyond that, I'm just not I'm not sure what the plans are. I mean, I technically we talked about it on Sunday. She can, she has two years left, actually, potentially, with a medical redshirt and a COVID year. So I I'm I don't think her basketball career is over. At I don't all. either. Wyatt says metrics love Iowa State in basketball so far. The eye test in Orlando says otherwise. As we get into conference play after the new year, are the metrics or the eye test more correct about this team? I would answer. That's it. what. That's what we can't wait to find out. I'm excited. That's a great question because I don't think anybody knows for sure. No, I don't think anybody knows for sure. I would make the argument that this is a different team than it was in Orlando. Totally. They they really responded well the, the problem, to those losses. The problem is, C-Dub, is you're getting back into these games. We're going to beat everybody by 35, 40 points. And I th- honestly think that that took Iowa State, it took Iowa State a game and a half to figure out, hey, this is real competition. Yeah. Do you face that same hurdle again once you jump right into big 12 play because you've again you're going to play what essentially amounts to four average teams before you jump into the the big boy league will there be a similar ramp up to get up to speed it's very possible and those two games are off the top for iowa state whew that schedule speaking of nightmares just look at that thing it's it's there's no there is no easy one on there and right off the top in fact i looked at ken palm pull up ken palm real quick for me, I yep, think Iowa State's that. predicted start to conference play is like two and six, two and seven. They are projected to lose the first two games. They're projected to start one and four, one and four, one and three. Okay, You're, they the first four games lost to Oklahoma, lost to Houston, win against Oklahoma State, lost to BYU. Okay, and then, then they got them beating TCU, Kansas State, Kansas. They have oof. Iowa State as a favorite over Kansas right now at home. That's well, yes. And so Ken Palm has them going ten and eight. But I, I, my point is, you're, you know, one and three. This, you know, we'll we'll see what the reaction from the fans would be after. Yeah, I'm sure the fans are going to be really gentle I about think, losing to Oklahoma in the first. Game. Well, so then you look at you know Oklahoma's been really good. Um, yeah, they have been. And then Houston at home. Oklahoma so, is nine and zero. Oh. Yep. They he's actually done a really nice job. I've I've they've caught, beaten good teams. They USC, Providence, Arkansas. They killed Iowa. Yeah, they've they've had a good year. Yeah, they play. So they play North Carolina next week, which will be interesting for them. But there's there's one of those teams. that's like you weren't really sure coming into the year. They've been better. Twelve defense, thirty six offense mm-hmm. for coach down yep. there. So, so I, they are I, doing well. You know, I, Oakley, those first two games are pretty fun. You're gonna find out right away how Iowa State is. Iowa State won in Norman last year. That's the thing. Iowa State started out a year ago really well in the Big 12 play and then had that lull late January 
early February before they turned it around late, you know, by beating Baylor on the road. But there's going to be some, it's going to be a long conference season. There's going to be some ups and downs, and you might see some downs right away, especially as Iowa State's getting up to speed from playing those bye games. But long story short, I, just from what I could tell, Iowa State's numbers, the way they're beating teams is not fluky. Uh, average teams do not do this to bad teams. This is a very good Iowa State team. I just think it might take time to, to get them completely up to speed. And I firmly believe Iowa State's basketball, Iowa State's best basketball is going to be in March. Yeah, I do too. Speaking of that, Rocco Best. It's a great name. What seed are the men in the NCAA tournament right now? Well, let's not do right now. Let's change that. And what seed do we think they will be? I think right now you're probably... A six. That's like a, what you no, would no, project. No, that's what I'm saying. They are now okay. six or seven right now. Even in top ten and net. Yeah, because the, the, you look at again. It's only a parameter. Yeah. Then people are going to look at Iowa State. Like, well, who have they beaten? Iowa. That's it. And they're not very good. Right. And so you can't just. And again, I love analytics, but eventually you got to beat somebody. And yeah, so I agree. The, the good news is you're going to plenty of chances to beat yeah, people. It's the big. 12. Uh, you're going to be in the Big Twelve. Um, but I think projected, I would say four or five right now. I would say a five seed. That would work right where I am. At the beginning of the year, I thought three to five. Then I got a little down, yep. five to seven, put, put them right in the middle. That's usually where you want to be. And now you can do a lot of damage from that spot. Yeah. Um, real quick, thank a couple more of our great sponsors before we wrap things up. Always our friends at, uh, I forgot to thank them. I didn't forget uh, Terraplex ag on, on Monday show, or excuse me, Sunday show. These guys are phenomenal. I was at a deal with a bunch of farmers last night and I always like to do research so I can speak their language a little bit more. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we need Well, I'm talking. They're from Iowa. Not literally, dumbass. Talking like, if you go to a if you go to a meeting with a bunch of accountants, they say different things, right? The farmers talk differently. I'm saying they are all getting drones. They're all getting drones. They're all getting drones. I asked all of them, like, "Hey, you getting a drone? Thought about this?" He's like, "Yeah." Next two years. Right? Drones coming to thing. We well, might as well may as well use our friends at Terraplex. That's right. That's what I'm talking. You don't even have to be a farmer. You just want a badass drone to fly across the although I think you have to have it like FAA and all that stuff. You can't just, just I can't buy just it. buy a drone from Terraplex and fly it all over Bondurant. That would be I, although on the fourth of July, all bets are off. That thing's getting shot out of the sky. Yeah. If it's in <laughs> yeah, Bondurant on the fourth of July. That's a good point. We are the 4th of July capital of the year, of the world. Also, thank our friends from Wiffles Hybrids. Uh, We're not doing a Big 12 segment today because we're just, we're not a little little different um, uh, format here. But our friends at Wiffles Hybrids, we appreciate them as always. Planning your independence. Plant your independence. Uh, Jason wants to know if Terraplex Ag Drones can help Jordan Bohannon find his shoes. (laughs) We get you guys are all on fire today. I love this. Oh, couple more mailbag questions. We'll also get you guys a schedule as far as the uh, schedule goes next week. I don't know what our podcast schedule is yet. Yeah, it's great. It's kind of some yeah. time. Real quick, are are you doing? I saw I got tagged on this on Twitter. Yep. Tailgate party at the Liberty Bowl. Yeah, 
You got a place? You rented out a place? Rented out a place for everybody. $10 suggested donation when you get there. Just suggested. Uh, It's called the Rail Garden. It's about two blocks from the Liberty Bowl. This place can hold up to 2,500 people. I think we're going to try. Oh, that place will be full. I think we can try and get as many Cyclone fans in there as possible. So really just a, because the thing down there, C-Dub, a lot of people don't can't bring a whole tailgate set up so <laughs> yeah you don't want to do that we're, we're just gonna we run it out the bar and come come hang out uh drink with some other cyclones we we listed the time nine to noon at the rail garden in memphis the day of the game but it'll be open far beyond that as well so um stop by say hello you don't have to stay the whole time should be a fun time had a gentleman come up to me last night this kind of reminds me of that iconic photo from the byu game this year of this dry area, there's no alcohol anywhere. And then it's just <laughs> hundreds of Iowa State fans in this one bar. There's like two bartenders. Yeah, they're like, what the whole thing. happened? I told these people, you guys aren't, I don't think you're quite sure what you're getting into. I, I, I told Jerry the King Lawler last time. I'm like, he's, he, I'll never forget it. I'm sitting at this Airbnb that Cyclone Fanatic has, and and this is in a terrible area of town. We booked it really late. There's razor blade fences all around us. Like it's, yeah, a, it was, it's a horrible situation that we're in. And I'm on the phone with Lawler's guy out on the deck. Is like there's pit bulls roaming around me, and it's just a bad spot. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I told him before we have this party." I'm like, you need a lot of bush light. And he's like, oh, yeah, we'll get, we'll get a lot. And he calls me. He goes, yeah, I just ordered, uh, he's like, 15 cases enough? Like, sir, we'll drink that in, in 20 minutes. In, in, and you're right. 20 minutes we'll drink that. Does this rail garden, are they going to have Ames Lager? No, there's a lot of cross-state laws and things. That is bullshit. I know. But you can bring your own. Brett Yormark, can you move Media Day to Vegas? But we can't get Ames Lager to Memphis. Yormark, you know, unfortunately can't do anything about it. This is a state law. (laughs) This is this. Yormark's my own personal friend. We're buddies. We always federal regulation. I'll go. Our guy Steve. So working with Steve a little bit, we might have another casual setup near Steve. Steve's gonna. Has Steve gotten the Jerry the King Lawler? He said he's working on. He's working on it. I put Steve Kemp, my buddy Steve, in charge of Jerry the King. More to come. You guys, you're not, there's not any shortage of get-togethers in Memphis. If you have, if you're not going, like, I'm already stressed out by the amount of these things. There's going to be a lot of them. We do we're go overboard with, as a family. We do. We're the Gridiron Club. We're working with the Gridiron Club on, a, on an event on the Thursday. That that if people are members of that, um, I don't so know if I can do st- all these events. We got a lot of stuff. There's going to be a lot of stuff. This is stressing me. No out shortage of beverage opportunities. I kind of just want to sit at Lawler's. We're uh, are are we doing an Airbnb? Yeah, yeah, I already got it. But it's not the one with the razor blades and stuff? No, ours is like a penthouse. So we're the Pasadena of Airbnb. So I booked it before the game was announced. So I got like 60% off what it would be now. I actually looked. The place I I got for this time is way better, and it's like a third of the price of what we paid last time for the razor blade. Who's going to be in this Airbnb? This is the Cyclone Fanatic group. Yeah, And and you're welcome. I think I'll be there. Yeah. Should we do a after dark? Oh God, no, no, no. That's actually well, no. I mean, idea. we can, but I'm not bringing. Not Randy. throwing, throwing Connor and. Well, he Aiden can too. There. I'm yeah. just saying, like, I'm telling you, 
I know how these Memphis things go. If we tell listeners we're going to do this, no, thing, no, we, we're there'll not, be a yeah. 150 not, drunk people showing up yeah, at this place. So you, you have a you have a security <laughs> deposit, I'm sure. <laughs> you need to honor. It's hard enough with Aiden running around causing chaos. Aiden's a he's a wild man. Yes, he is. Uh, <laughs> Steve has updated us. He's uh, calling Lawlers again this afternoon. Okay, so we will have a deal we'll at Lawlers, but yeah. I, I, I'm warning you right now. It's probably going to be for We Will Club and Cyclone Fanatic Premium members, unless it's just not very big, you know? And the last time was just, it was very overwhelming. I mean, it created more anxiety for me than it was fun. You get And you get overwhelmed. Well, here's the deal. If I knew they could handle it, I, I, I would say, hey, let's have a thousand people here. I mean, the guy thought 10 cases of Bush Light was enough. Mm-mm. Hope to see everybody down there. That'll be fun. It's gonna be a fun trip. If you uh, got, Brent if you, Redman from uh, Mechdine says he's gonna be down that there. way. If you if you're not going, like reconsider. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna well, be thanks to everybody and, oh, for tuning. Advanced forecast. It's gonna be like seventy, up. isn't it? It said fifty-eight. Oh. Fifty. Well, everything degrees. is gonna be hot. Like, did you see that these Christmas forecasts? No. Is it gonna be hot here too? Oh, we're gonna be sweating. <sighs> Santa is gonna be. Sweating as he goes down the chimney. Yeah. Poor Gatwell. Help help the weight loss program. It's kind of like those wrestlers. They put paper bags over their themselves. Not that bags. sounds <laughs> so unhealthy the way they do that. <laughs> not paper bags. It's plastic. plastic bags. They like wrap it around their stomachs. <laughs> so bring it full circle. Do they get charged for those uh, plastic bags? <laughs> Twenty five cents <laughs> per pound. You go to California. Yeah. Jeez. It's like a different country over there. I can't believe you like it. Over I there. do. I do. All right. We appreciate all of you guys. Yes. This is this is fun. We need to do the mailbag ones more These often. Are, yeah. I love your questions. Sorry if we didn't get to all of them. We had like almost 30 of them when you factored in the Twitter plus the comments. So we, we did as well as we could. Thanks to our friends at MacDyne for sponsoring. As always, Aiden Wyatt, intern Aiden for producing, and he's, and he's graduating. Congratulations, Aiden. Way go, Aiden. That's Yay, nice. Aiden. We'll be back uh, on Sunday night. Cheers. Here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network.